remaking the stock market, um, burning down the country and starting from scratch. You know, we might be in a better place. Who knows? That's all I'm saying. That's all you're saying? That's all I'm saying. Burn it down, start over. Welcome to the Giant Kachman Robot Podcast. <laughs> we burnt it down and we started from over. <laughs> the ninja that is Desi is dead. <laughs> it struck once again and recorded without them knowing. <laughs> How much did I record? They have to play this episode back to find out. I have no idea, but now you know what side of anarchy I fall under. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. <sighs> How everybody's doing? Everybody recovered from the episode of WandaVision? No, because they just they just ended it, and that was I'm just feeling very attacked yeah. and emotional with how they just ended it like that, like. It was very... If I see Please Stand By one more goddamn time, I'm gonna very... break down and cry. It's fine. Yeah. Episode 5 and 6, this is what we're reviewing today here on the Giant Contraman Robot. Oh my god. Um, you can hear us, as always, on SoundCloud, Spotify, Sound, um, Stitcher, comes on the Apple Podcasts, coming soon to YouTube. When? I don't know. I have a camera. <laughs> um... <laughs> As always, you hear you hear me, the dulcet tones of Desi's dead, Benita Labario, the queen of burning shit down. Let's burn it. And last but not beast, Christian the Dima Lama Ventura. What did I do? I'll just start calling me Daenerys for how much I just want to burn shit down. <laughs> nah. Um, this is an action-packed podcast because we got stuff from Mass Effect. Um, WonderCon has finally spoke on what they're going to do for 2021. Um, I'm feeling mighty... Oh shit, what did they say? They're canceling, again. Oh, yeah. I feel like we're not really going to have normal, like, cons or things like that until... T- if then. <laughs> you, you cut off, you cut off, right, as, as you said, Until when, yeah. Oh, it's 2022? I yeah, I would say I would say 23 honestly. That's I'm tr- I'm trying to be hopeful but realistically 23. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just No, go ahead. Go ahead. I just say it's still very much up in the air like the virus. So. Yeah. Yep, like we still haven't we still don't have a comprehensive rollout yet of vaccines, so whatever. We have to double mask because now the virus is like, oh, bitch, you thought I was done. You, this isn't even my final form yet. Yep. We just went from uh, imperfect cell to semi-perfect cell. We're about to get our ass kicked. Like, we Who the just, fuck we gave it a sense of being? not Dragon Ball. Like, fucking just, no. Stop changing. Like, punch it Do- in the face while it's transforming. <laughs> Kamehameha. <laughs> no, denied. <laughs> Attack That's while what. he's charging. Someone needs to do that. <laughs> that kid, oh my god, that ch- And it's like the coronavirus. He's <laughs> shooting it at everybody. Oh, it's, fine. Um, it's fine. I told everyone at the end of the year podcast of GCR. 
You thought 2021 was going to be any better? <laughs> no hope. <laughs> nope. Like, this should First be half is still just going to be 2020. No. All two. of 2021, and I said it, and I predicted it, and it's so far it's going very smoothly. All of 2021 is going to be just as trash. Because guess it's what? It's just like hold my beer. Because what? People are still trash? Yeah. And on top of that, the Senate is going on vacation this week. Oh, God. And we just got some real kind of shitty news right now, but uh, I'll leave that for after podcast. And on top of that, you think you're going to get that stimulus in March? No, you're not. You're probably going to get Dude. that stimulus in June. But here's the thing, though. If that happens, that is a good, that's a, pl- a win-win for me. That's my birthday month. <laughs> Nice. And if I'm not able to buy the legendary edition of Mass Effect, you best believe I'm not only buying the legendary edition, I'm buying me a new laptop, um, desk setup, a new gaming chair, a new mic. Like, and upgrades are a coming. Yes. Like, <laughs> I am glad. I will be happy to go these next three months with no, with no extra stimulus. Knowing that full if it comes in June, I'm gonna be happy for the rest of the tour. The world may be burning, but I will be happy. They'll be like, this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I don't know about everyone else, but I'm fine. Because I got Mass Effect. And speaking of Mass Effect, I'm gonna be very petty before I go right into the news. It wouldn't be a podcast if you weren't. Yeah. People were complaining about lens flare being added into Mass Effect Legend Edition. I say to these people, shut the fuck up. Because it was already in it. I am currently replaying for the fifth time Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. Well, Mass Effect 1, I have posted pictures on Twitter, so you can check that out for Mass Effect 1. Coming soon, Mass Effect 2. Lens flare galore in Mass Effect 1. Mass Effect 2. I was just making a joke about how lens flares just always in science fiction stuff. Yes, that's why I'm not pointing you out. I'm pointing out the people who's complaining about lens flare being added to something that was already there. Oh. I'm more upset about the dumbasses that are complaining about asses in Mass Effect. And, you know, and I, I choose not to talk about that, but now you brought it up, there's literally yeah, I- Pornhub X videos. In XX, literally, there's porn sites that you can actually like, look at ass. What a video game character that don't exist besides I the actress. Replayed those games, and I was like, I just forgot how many shots there are of her butt. Like you are literally having an emotional discussion with her about how she feels. Um, about her, body. you know, like. Um, not so much like less than a human but you know like she's got her issues because she's like i was bred to be perfect like and you know i want to save my sister from this like you're having this big emotional conversation with her but it's literally from the angle of her ass and i'm just like bioware my dudes (laughs) you're like can you please maybe not focus on her assets while we're discussing the potential kidnapping of her sister and or the kidnapping of her sister because that shit also continues in Mass Effect 3. Um, 
when you're talking with her on the Citadel. And it's just like, look, yes, I know. She's got a great ass that somehow defies the laws of physics because the fabric goes into her butt crack, which, um, I'm sorry, fabric doesn't work that way. But I digress. <laughs> um, just a bunch, just dudes. And it's dudes, so sorry, my fellow dudes. Um, not to throw you under the bus. But why is it always dudes? Like, why, why, you, you have this game that is literally not about sex. I mean, there's sex in it. Like, there's, there's a part of it, but, like, it's, that's not the whole purpose of it. You guys are complaining about something that is, it's not going to affect the game any other way other than, like, hey, we're just going to change the angle of some of these shots because we realized that it was very sexist of us to film it from that angle and we're changing yeah. and growing but you're gonna be immature little shitheads that don't it's just look i i can't speak for my gender um because it's always where you what's that word I'm looking for you always get that one guy this is it's not it's not all men it's not all no it's not oh. all us men no, it's all of us, bro. Yeah, it's all of us. If we, you ever, we, we all like, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry, I definitely don't mean to interrupt, but I'm just saying if you are the person that your first thought is, excuse me, it's not all men, then you are part of the problem because you are not really listening to uh, the complaints, you are just trying to be like hey not all men are like this so you're like then taking it about yourself and like putting it towards yourself and being like i am better than these men even though you're not because you're just pointing out how much you are like them because you're not saying yeah you know what a lot of men are trash yeah <laughs> trying to be better but like if you are the argumentative type that's like not all men then you are part of the problem i'm just letting you know that right right now don't be, don't be that asshole. Okay, yep. off my soapbox. <laughs> no. And speaking of trash men, WandaVision. <laughs> what, what? Fucking Hayward? <laughs> Goddamn okay. Hayward, like... Wait, Dude, let's, hold on, hold on. Okay. let's wait, wait, wait. Let's stay on target, let's stay on target. <gasps> sorry. Why would you okay, do that sorry. then? Why hold would on. you do that? Sorry. Hold on. I'm sorry, was there a, sorry. Trash men. Trash men. But... <laughs> Because I know we're going to go right into episode six. Let's stay on target. Mm-hmm. We'll put a pin on Mass Effect, maybe towards the mm-hmm. end of the episode, depending on how, how we go in depth on five and six. So we're 10 minutes in. We're now 11 minutes in. Let's go right in. Okay. Episode five okay. of WandaVision. Mm-hmm. A lot to unpack there alone. Mm-hmm. Let's start with you, Benita. Oh, okay. So it's oh man, there's just please bust out your your corkboard. <laughs> I okay. Um, I wish we could do sound effects so you can like hear like paper. We're mm-hmm. working on that. Pen scribbling. On that. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to know a bit more about like the aging up. Like, is that the boy's power? Like, is that the twin? Like, is that part of their power, or is this like? someone else helping them along like is Mephisto being like 
oh, you guys, because you know how the world in the sitcom moves faster than the world outside, but clearly, like, five years did not pass. Ten years did not pass for these guys. So, like, who is aging them up? Are they aging themselves up, or is it, like, an outside influence that's helping, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, Hmm. are they trying to get them... do they of have a certain some age influence? where they want them for their power? Because, like, obviously, I mean, definitely don't want to jump ahead to six, but you know, that was just like my thinking. I was like, why do they keep aging them up? Are they trying to get them to like the quote unquote right age so they can be more useful or something like that? I don't know. But. Are they trying to literally speed run character development? <laughs> They're just blowing past like the terrible twos and all that shit. Yeah, um, because like the 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 thing that makes me feel like it's not Wanda is the fact that like isn't her whole mo that she wants to like just live in peace with her family. What incentive mm-hmm. would she have to give them the power to age faster than normally to like outrun that? Yeah. And so, like, that's another good part, because I think um, this show, it just keeps getting better and better. Each episode just keeps, like, pushing it up, pushing it up, and you're just like, what the fuck? But it's, like, so it's, I think, perfect to watch this week to week, even though it just aggravates the shit out of me. Um, But it's also, like, very engaging and sort of, like, definitely keeps you hooked but it's also one like if you go back and rewatch it obviously with the new information you get from the episodes like you start seeing a lot more things like in the first episode when it opens up to the credits like Wanda looks so happy and joyful but Vision has that confused face that I didn't quite pick up on the first time I watched it like, he is literally looking around really confused, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it just started at that, po- at that point, too. Yeah, that, that was, like, the initiating point for the whole shebang. Um, and so it is, it's just fascinating to see and then to rewatch and see how confused they both are. So I think, for me, that definitely reinforces that it's not Wanda. Um... At least she's not the the starting point. Yeah, she might not um, be the catalyst, but she may have influence or something. Yeah, so I still kind of think, and I think we talked about this in one of our previous ones, which I really need to... But anyway. Um, you really need to what? Because you cut out. Just so I'm like, oh yeah, we did talk about it. Or yeah, that's what we talked about last time. <laughs> a couple weeks between each one, I'm like, fuck, what did we talk about? Because you don't remember shit during a pandemic, so I'll have to... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but to sort of think that, like, someone kind of thought they had control over the situation, but Wanda's power grew so much, and she was way more powerful than they expecting that she is now sort of not quite taken full control, but, like, is is definitely... A bigger problem than they thought she was 
going to be. Like, definitely outside their plan. Um, and I think, obviously, like, Hayward is just such a skeevy bastard. Like, with definitely throwing Wanda under the bus. Being like, no, she was always a terrorist. It's like, better. Yeah. Like, the first hint was, um, Jimmy was like, she's an Avenger. How she is a terrorist. He's like, he didn't he come back. She didn't start out as an Avenger. Right? And he was like, oh, when she uses powers against the Avengers. And Jimmy's like, and then she became an Avenger after earning their trust. And I'm like, yes, Jimmy. Thank you. Like, yeah. That gave, um, me, that gave me the red flag in episode five. Like, I don't think you say who you say you are. Oh, no, definitely. And then that, so that footage he shows where he's like, this is Wanda storming our headquarters. Which is from an issue think, of Avenger, uh, Avenger ish, uh, issue. I think that's doctored footage. So I don't think she stormed the headquarters because um, I've been rewatching the, the Marvel movies in the chronological order so you know like where they start with like captain america and then captain marvel um but shield even before they were shield had hidden offices everywhere so like where captain america was made was in like some fucking like bookstore in brooklyn in a basement like not at like some outside super secret facility or at some headquarters in Florida where sword is. So I think that footage where it I think it was doctored to make it look like she stormed the headquarters, but I wouldn't put it past sword to have had Vision's body at a secret location that was actually in Westview. Because Westview's a tiny town. Nobody's really gonna visit it. Nobody's gonna expect some secret facility to be in a town of three thousand people Nobody fucking goes to New Jersey. Sorry, New Jersey. I'm sure you're lovely, but like, but nobody, nobody vacations. Goes nobody vacations to New Jersey. Um, and so I think that's where she found Vision's body. That's where she stormed the headquarters or the facility quarters. Um, yeah, and- because they were obviously like experimenting on his body parts there. Yeah, and then it like it kind of hit me. So like in rewatching because like you know always rewatch Vision, just the one Vision to see more details. So Agnes has her pin that's always been with her, and it shows three people. There's three people on this pin. So I think it's three people in charge. So I think Hayward. Agnes, and I'm going to say Dottie, is the third person, because we still have no information on Dottie. Like, those were kind of the three heads, so to speak. Um, Especially with, like, some of the stuff Hayward mentions, and I know jumping ahead to episode six, but, like, you don't know what it was like when you guys were gone. You don't know. You didn't have to keep these lights on. Like, it just seems to me that obviously there's more going way more going on but behind the scenes but i think those three are are connected is one of my theories i have a theory you said not a lot of not a lot is going on in new jersey right mm-hmm. 
Remember, Winter Soldier took um, took place partially in New Jersey, specifically that army base that got blown up by um, Armin Zola. I I like I like, and it's been a time jump from Winter Soldier to where we at with One Division. What if Westview was not that far from that army base in New Jersey? And what if I mean could what, be that? And it could be linked could. to your theory with Vision being in that place where Wanda is now at, turning into Westview. They could also well, I wouldn't want to say repurpose, because I mean That's what most army bases that do. That was like do. Well, you and the you're the That was the facility veteran, though. though. That was like but also like they could be connected because I mean Zoloff was an AI basically in Winter Soldier anyway. And since they've been working with AI, um Hayward said that in was it episode four mm-hmm. when we did the um confirm they were working with AI, so it's like they could be taking the technology they had from that base, that abandoned base. Um could be why they, they even abandoned it because they were like, Oh yeah. But I know some people I thinking Jarvis coming back. I don't think Jarvis is coming back. Stop. No. Uh-huh. Jarvis. No. Because like, you're, like look, you're looking at Jarvis. As they mentioned in um, Infinity War, like Vision is Jarvis in Ultron and a little bit of Tony. Like he's kind of like all these things. Um. And then, but that does bring, like, another point about why, like, Wanda's having such a hard time controlling him. Because he is all these different little, like, personality matrixes, if you will. Um, And I think with the work that Shuri did in Infinity War, because she was able to at least, like, get some of those things disconnected from the, the Mind Stone... Um, obviously she didn't get everything disconnected in time because they were interrupted, but it could be maybe more of like the, the Jarvis <laughs> heavy, uh, things that were disconnected first, but mm. I think it's just, it's fascinating to me because especially in this episode, like you, you kind of see Wanda and Vision fight like have that disagreement and she doesn't have her power to change it anymore um and it's i'm wondering if it's because it's again it's not fully her so another thing i noticed was like all of these episodes end with the tv all of the newspapers have like the tv uh advertisement So I'm just wondering if that was, again, I think I mentioned this before, like, if that's, like, Mephisto, how he's exerting his powers with the TV, and then in episode five, how it ended, because he was like, what, you want us to watch television again? Like, what are we going to watch on TV? And he's refusing to go towards the TV, and then that's when Quicksilver comes in. So I think Quicksilver is Mephisto. I don't think it's Quicksilver. 
Like, so we're sticking to this Mephisto theory. I think so. Like, I don't think it's Mephisto. They keep, I don't think they it's keep Mephisto. saying, like, with the devil, and they keep doing all these things, so it's like, why hint at that if it's not going to be him? Like, who else is it going to be? Hmm. Night- who do you think it's going to be? Nightmare. I mean, this I is think supposed it could to be, be into, but like be connected to multiverse of madness. But I feel like we're not thinking of too many of those connections yet. Because Nightmare is a Doctor Strange villain, and was also created at the same time, right around the same time Wanda was created. Wanda and Quicksilver was created. They're not on the same power. Nightmare's not on the same power level as um, Mephisto, but they do have omniscience and omnipresence. I think uh, Wanda could be manipulated by Nightmare. See, I mean, I think that's good too. I don't know. From it feels obviously Marvel kind of they are fans of like pulling the rug out from underneath us. Um, but Mephisto's. He doesn't have to be like the literal devil because, like, him and Dormammu are both very similar in at least power structure. And so he could be just like not so much the devil um, as we know him in the comic books, but maybe more like a omnipotent like, being like, Dor- like Dormammu um, and be sort of just like a. Not even a god, but, you know, dimensional being. Um, and he, um, he's also a rumor to be in Doctor Strange 2, to piggyback onto Christian. Yeah, and I think it's, and I think why he's focusing with Wanda is because Wanda, at least in the comics, is, um, I can't even remember what it's called, but where, like, she doesn't change, like, she can create new worlds and different worlds but she stays the same like with the same memories like yeah she's like an omega level mutant right yeah like um and then i didn't even think about it until like rewatching it and i kept seeing all the butterflies from house of him (laughs) (laughs) who was the other one that was like oh yeah no this shit's not real (laughs) don't break it so i was like Oh, is fucking Layla gonna come back? Is she gonna be someone? Or are they gonna like who sort of mold her character into another person? Um, what character? Are you but it's about? just Layla, Layla Miller, Mission Miller, Mill. Mm. She was the one. Um, her codename was like Butterfly, um, because she in. Um, she was one of the ones, like, one of the few, like, Wolverine that wasn't affected by, like, Wanda's wish or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or change could remember the world as it was supposed to be and was sort of, like, one of the person, like, fixing. Hmm. God, it's been so... I need to read... Yeah. hundred million years, but I'm so scared to reread it because I don't want to, like... Give an expectation how I'm watching it. <laughs> you know? 
Um, but anywho, it's like one of those things that ends up like um, giving you an expectation of where the series might go, and then when it doesn't, yeah, like I don't, yeah, I just don't want to be like rereading something and then there's like a fun little Easter egg that it's like, oh shit, it could be this or whatever, because there's this whole show is just filled with so many fucking Easter so many tiny things, yeah. Um, Christian, your thoughts on episode five? Episode five to me, what? Episode five to me felt like, uh, like the main part of the episode was all like, I don't know. It, I don't want to call it filler because it wasn't filler, but you can tell that the majority of what episode five was was that ending. That was the big takeaway. That was the big takeaway from it. Like, story-wise, yeah, like, it doesn't move too much forward, but it does establish, like, the the beginnings of, like, of uh, uh, dissonance between Wanda and um, Vision. I want to know, how did they get the email? Like, they got the email, and then everyone started reading, saying the email out loud. But, like, how did they get the email? Where are they tapped into? Like, so that then leads me again to think that, like, the computational services building is the headquarters or whatever, or the, the building where Vision's body was. Oh. And so it's connected to S.W.O.R.D. So it's like, obviously, if they're sending out, like, emails to S.W.O.R.D. people, like, is that how he got the email? Like, are uh, some of these people working for, for S.W.O.R.D.? Or is it kind of like, again, secret? Like, I still think Dottie, Agnes, and Hayward, like, I think they're all together. I think there's sort of conspiracy with them. But how other, like, because he didn't, Vision didn't use his powers um to get the email he uses powers to like turn off the computer to get everyone to stop saying the email right exactly. and then used his powers on oh why am i blanking on his name i want to say ned but yeah the one ned? that he freed first right where he woke him yeah yeah that was that was honestly a really good scene that was one of my favorite scenes out of that episode for sure like i hope <laughs> I hope we get more of that that dude because that guy was a good actor. Yeah, he like, was really good, right? Like that switch between frightened, like fear, and then right back to like weird. Happy it, like, it, go it, lucky. He does it so good that it's creepy, and it gets the great effect out of that. Right, I'm like, man, y'all are even so good at casting side characters, but also please keep that man around. Like, give him more things. He's a good actor, Hollywood. I'm very stupid right now not remembering what his name was he's good keep him keep him in things Um, (laughs) and it was just it's just it's so good to see like the the breaks happen yeah i guess because it was another thing i realized in the app the episode um is Sort of how you see, like, reality, her, the TV reality doesn't make sense. 
Because even the house, like, the design of the house makes no sense. Um, I rewatched the first episode. And so, like, when the... At the dinner, when the wife uh, was like, stop it. Stop it. Like, it looks like there's another room from where her angle is. Uh Uh-huh. But, like, every time the house changes, like, there's no other room from the angle that they were looking at. Like, it goes to the, the backyard. Um, but even when she kicked Monica out, she kicked her out towards the front of the house. So, like, when she shot her outside, it should have gone right by Vision and Agnes and Herb, because, like, the front door is right also where that room was. Right, you're right. Wanda shot her out. So, it's like, where, like... You are the only person I'm, I've seen online, <laughs> not nitpicking, dissecting the house. Every little that, thing. I mean, but I'm saying, like, this shit doesn't make sense. I was noticing you're that. Right, from, like, <laughs> from the, like, the setup of everything, because then it's like the neighbors change. So, like, in episode two, Dottie was her next door neighbor, but in episode one, Agnes was the one that was like, I'm your next door neighbor. And it's like, every, it's like, everything keeps changing everything keeps moving nothing is the same and so it's just here's something another thing of like again like why i think she's not fully in control like she said in episode five she's like you think i'm keeping track of everyone sending them to dentist appointment and everything because i'm like no there is like a fucking higher Wait control. a minute wait a minute wait a minute. Uh, here's, here's my thing it could be a director or something right but then here's mm-hmm. my thing. Um, something we have not touched upon, and I'm surprised, in episode five. And this actually goes back to what you've both been saying, that Vision is, has his own control now, and Wanda's losing, gain, losing hers. The puppy. I think Agnes is the one who killed the puppy. Yeah. Like on purpose? On purpose. Well, isn't, yeah, isn't like... Isn't there like a, isn't there a whole thing where there's supposed to be like another sorceress that like wants the children? <laughs> Not that nothing that comes to my knowledge. I'm just misremembering that. No, I think there was another one. Yeah, like isn't there like a storyline where there's a I, sorceress that's I trying think to was, steal? I think, one was, of I think it was Mephisto, but he helped technically. Um, Wanda, like essentially. What Wanda did, like creating the children, her kids, is what she did in the comic books. But Mephisto made them, so, like, real, real. Like, you know how when. Damn it, we're going to be pushing it. You know, fuck it. Let's get over five. We'll, we'll give our review the score of five um, after we do six. But. Because this actually piggybacks to six. Yeah. Now we're on episode. And my thoughts on Quicksilver. I think it's Quicksilver. Like it's actually him? It's him, but... Um, fuck it. We're on now episode six. <laughs> yeah, let's just move on to six. Why, why are we... Yeah, because this is hard trying to contain everything. And I can't wait. And That's why it's a dual episode podcast to talk about both of them. Yeah. But, alright. I think it's Quicksilver, but like how we saw the quick version of the dead version of Vision, it's Pietro, but... 
it's a warped version of Pietro. Like how I won't be surprised. Like we're getting Evan Peters' Pietro mixed with Aaron Taylor Johnson's Pietro. Combined that into one. kick ass line was. I did a spit take when she said that. Oh yeah, I did too. As soon as soon as she said kick ass, I was like, what? <laughs> I, 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 it, it, it it went over my head because I wasn't really thinking about Kick Ass. I, I have not I have not watched Kick Ass since my incident with um yeah it's Mark been a while Millar, with with no, with my incident of Mark Millar. So fuck Mark Millar and Kick Ass, but I like Aaron Taylor mm-hmm. Johnson and um um Evan Peters. But um yeah it went over my that quick that Kick Ass thing went over my head. But um. The Malcolm in the Middle parody got me. I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I was like, "Oh shit!" They go, I, was I was like, "What I, the fuck is this shit?" And I just oh, and the kids. And I was like, "All right, okay," because because Billy looks like Billy in the comic books now. Little his little costume. I'm like, "Ah oh, shit!" Uh, I little Wiccan. when I saw that costume. Little Wiccan. Oh. You uh, know that's the cute little as baby Luke from uh, Haunting of Hill House. Yep. Without his gla- without his gla- like is he wearing contacts? Him. Is he wearing contacts? Is that kid has to wear glasses? Protect him at all. He has to be wearing contacts because that little kid really does wear those glasses in real life. So I'm I'm like I'm like I'm worried about his eyesight. I'm worried about this kid's eyesight. <laughs> But I was like, "Holy shit!" Um, little, uh, little speed, little Tommy, in his in his color coordinated though. He's wearing green like how Tommy does in the comics. Yeah. And it's until Quicksilver. Okay. But then everybody's like, "Why doesn't Quicksilver have the X Men powers?" I was like, "He has his personality from X Men, fuckers." But he has Aaron Taylor Johnson's speed. <laughs> died when he showed up in his like classic outfit because yep. i'm like thank you look how fucking ridiculous you look yeah like oh even with the hair but like... i love seeing i loved the classic costume it was just like but also it was beautiful but, but fuck it, man i was just cackling at quicksilver's look i was like but it also um, confirms to me that's not a wig Evan Peters' hair is actually dyed. I was like, oh, he, he has to be wearing a wig. Because yeah, epi- at the end of episode five, I was like, oh, he's wearing a wig. Then we get to this episode, oh, no, he actually dyed his hair that color. Oh, <laughs> why would you do that to Oh, he, he, Evan Peters, it really is weird. Okay. All right. I mean, Keanu Reeves shaved all the, all the hair off of his fucking head for... Matrix, yeah. Matrix. So. And that's why they filmed all those scenes in Zion first, then actually you know, they filmed all the real world scenes, then they did all the uh I have the behind the scenes. I, I, I still remember like reading a Mac seeing like a picture where he was like waving to the camera and he's like all happy looking, but he has no hair on his face and I'm just like <laughs> Nope, I cannot nope. Nope, looks too weird, Keanu. I love you, but that look nope. Yeah, nope. Let's, let's you stay, need eyebrows. Stay on target. Stay on target. <laughs> before we get sorry. Like, before we go into whole episode. <clears throat> sorry, Keanu, sorry, sorry. Keanu's sense. Um, Pivot back. But I do agree with you that they. I was like, yeah. If Quicksilver is really, really real, because 
when we go back to Darcy, Monica, and Jimmy, especially goes back to episode five, Darcy was like, she is literally, she changed your molecular outfit. Like, not just the clothing, but her DNA. Even when, when she said that, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, she's getting her power. She's probably, Monica's probably getting powers because of Wanda. Like, she's literally changing oh. her molecular, uh, whatever, her fucking DNA, essentially. If, and Would you say she's mutating? Essentially, because I'm trying to Thank stay you. out that word. I'm Thank trying to stay you. away from the word. I, I don't think we're going to be, be here all week. Yeah. I, I don't know that. Because I went down my rabbit hole, and you got people <laughs> on Twitter, on, on Twitter, on Reddit, thinking Wanda probably absorb some of the powers of the of the gemstone she's going to give that to um vision but she in turn is going to be mutated hence why her powers will be more powerful i was like what no. I, so i think with like all the other movies she was in like she was always holding herself back because in you know age of ultron like and we have those have to blame just, hawkeye for this just had the power so like she still wasn't fully in control of everything she had she didn't fully understand everything she had right and then civil war like she accidentally kills people while she was trying to save people but like people still died so then of course now she was like super terrified of preparers and like oh god i'm a monster but yeah um, um we have to blame hawkeye he kept on telling her don't hold nothing back. Unleash, like he's on all purposes telling her, unleash that power you have. Yeah. And then it's not until, you know, like Infinity War where you see her start branching out more and start kind of like accepting her powers and accepting herself more. Um, and then, of course, like her rage and her depression mm-hmm. kind of unleash more power. So, like, I think she doesn't even fully understand her own powers, and the people that are trying to manipulate her sure shit don't understand I like what to, they've so done. I like to think Hawkeye and his wife probably asked her, "Won't you live with us?" Like they probably asked her, "Like live with us. You'll have family. You have everyone here for you." Yeah. And she probably was like, "No." And if she did, if that, if we do find out that actually happened, what if Hawkeye does pop up? Because that's the thing, like, in the movies, they've only really shown, like, interactions between her and other Avengers with, it's, like, mostly it's her and Hawkeye or her and Vision. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a couple of interactions here and there with, like, Captain America, but, like, the most interaction we've seen with her on screen with other Avengers is, yeah, like, Hawkeye and Vision. Um, And, of course, then Vision is brutally murdered twice. (laughs) We do know Cap and Widow care for Wanda because they want her to actually have a normal life, some form of a normal life. So we know that and we know um, Hawkeye actually care, like, because we now know Hawkeye has we, we find out in Age of Ultra and he has kids so he probably fell yeah. for it. So, so if it finds out, we find out that Wanda was like, no I don't want to be with your family I'm, a, I'm a, the first thing I'm going to say, you did it to yourself. Hawkeye's wife probably accepted you and you was like no now Hawkeye went out and now he has a new daughter Kate Bishop 
Well, when would... Yeah, I, don't, I mean... I'm just saying. I, I, I get it. The grieving process, because he just lost. And let me say this. Everyone out here trying to figure out, does Vision have a dick? Stop. I... Yeah. This is one division. This is not one division XXX. <laughs> Stop it. I did like the the family friendly sex joke they Just, put in there, where he's like, "Come on, kids, I'm trying to put a leg over." <laughs> yeah, I, I see. I saw. I was like, "Jesus." Christ. Um. Now, that just adds more fuel to the fucking fire. Like, everyone's like, "Does Vision got a dick?" And stop. It's, we don't need to be thinking about that. Like, you know what? He got two kids. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Are they really his, though? Are they really his, though? <laughs> I mean, if Wanda can create fucking alternate realities, then yeah, I'm pretty sure she could be like, yeah, these are your kids. Because I said they're your kids, so they are now your kids. Even if they weren't your kids before, watch. Bam, now they're your um, kids. <laughs> but... But I, do, oh, I like that okay. crack, though, that Pietro was like this. We both remember our childhood very differently. So, okay, but that leads, again, me to think he's, like, more of the Mephisto or the Nightmare If You Were character. Like, he's going to end up being, like, the big bad. Um, I, don't, I think hey, I think Hayward's the big bad. Okay, can we talk about how fucking evil Hayward is real quick? He is a bitch. If you bring up someone's mama. Right, that literally makes my jaw drop and be like, hell no. A parent, no less. You are lucky she is not wearing earrings because she would be taking those things off right now and fucking running over to beat your fucking ass. As soon as I heard that, I was like, oh shit. Like, oh shit, did he just go there? Oh, what the fuck? Fuck? I don't care if we've been dusted for five years and I come back. I don't care what position of power you you bring up any person who has died when I was dusted. I don't care who's in your vicinity. I'm beating that ass and use a bitch. Yeah. On top of that, so, her fucking mom. That's why. Okay, so I think he sent her out there because he definitely wanted her to get like sucked into this bubble. Yeah. Um because obviously he knows way more than he's he's letting on um but he did not so i think he definitely did not expect her to get shot out of the bubble and so of course he's panicking and scrambling and he knows like fucking woo darcy and her are like a formidable team because he's like these guys are not fucking dummies they're not gonna fall in line with anything I say, like a lot of these other sword, sword people. But let's um, give it up to um, the Randall Park for that action scene he gets. For real, dude. Dude, I, was, I, I was, want. I was like, what? There was. I saw it was like in a tweet. Someone was like, okay, but I want like an X Files type show with Wu and Darcy. He's like, but it's fun. And I'm yeah. like, yes, yes. Give that would me- be awesome. It would be like give me that what's, show. What's that show on Disney Channel where it was like a family of rock um, rock stars and um, they went on adventures. They had something similar to like this with Wanda, but it was just like fuck. I remember so freaky. There we go. I don't know that show. Oh, I think I vaguely remember that one. And then I, I know Nickelodeon had one as well, like a family of adventurers doing doing like it was fun, but it, they had their own little 
Like it's oh, like, um, the Secret Saturdays, I think. Secret Saturdays, but that was a cartoon. Mm-hmm. That was just a cartoon though, but it was still good though. That one I remember. Secret Saturdays is fire. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, so I think a, that's uh, why you definitely. Hey, where's the bitch? He's kicking them out because he knows. Yeah, number one, he can't control them, and number two, they're gonna figure out his his secrets and. In no time, which obviously I, I, they. I know by this point we're jumping around, and this this is something I text both of you. When Wanda came out, this is episode five. But when Wanda came out of her own hex bubble, in oh. her new costume, no less. So we know she's rocking no, a new was, suit. That was the outfit she wore in Endgame, wasn't it? It's, yeah, it's, I think it's, so. it's changed a little. They um, they detailed it. They changed it a little bit. Oh okay. Um, her so like the first thing I noticed, her accent is back. Oh yeah! As soon as she walks out, she has her accent. I was like, oh, y'all done. Because you done pissed her off. Like, like I, that's why I don't. Uh, the theory like she's being controlled. No 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 no. She was in full control when she walked out that bubble. Tossed that um drone. Made everyone point but the guns at Hayward, like, and she that look again. in her face, like, keep fucking with me, keep fucking with me, and then she's when, the one, that, and then we get back to six, she's the one who caused the bubble to get bigger. When she was talking to Hayward, though, it was it didn't feel like the first confrontation she had yeah. with him. Yeah, this, and so yeah, that's what they know each other, mm-hmm. and so she's like done with his his bullshit, but like. Also, kind of like what Monica said. It was like you know me. You know you can trust me that I'm an ally. Um, and so that's kind of the reason why she didn't just like make them shoot her because she's like, look, let me live in my happiness bubble. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. What if? <laughs> and of course, was, he's kind of what that conversation boiled down to, isn't it? <laughs> like basically. Yes. Yeah. I want my happiness bubble. Just go away. And of course, like as a straight white man, he can't do that. No. He's like, as a straight no. white man, I have to tell you how you feel about your bubble. I have to in. tell you what to do and gain control of the situation, even though I have no control whatsoever. Yeah. Um, That's what I find right? weird with this because sorry to interrupt. Um, <laughs> I just legit have that thought about because this is taking place around the same time as Far From Home. We all know Fury is Fury, Hill, and Talos are technically the heads of Sword. And I'm like, who is this random motherfucker? Like, it, it I think be, Far it, From Home is like months later, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if this is right at home. Far From Home time. It's not at the. It's not at the same time. It's like, I think they said it's like seven months after the events of the blip. Is Far From Home or something like that? So it's. Yeah, like this is just a few weeks after hmm. in WandaVision, I think. But, yeah, because Monica I mean, came back, and how quickly from when she came back did she go back to Sword? But the thing is, though, that they showed that was months before the Wanda situation. But she just was just like investigating by that point. She was fully back. So does that mean that this could also theoretically be when Nick Fury is on vacation in space? Because well, I think they've I think they said it's three weeks. Because three pers- weeks after the blip. 
Because the person it's when a person, Monica goes, a there. person put up the clip of Far From Home, and when Fury came out of his vacation, he looks on a monitor. You see the hexagon, and you see the map, and he's then it's like he's. So it could be one division takes place before Far From Home, and Fury was on vacation all this time, and he's just now finding out about what was going on. Yeah. Which would be kind of kind of counterproductive on Fury and Hill because I'm like they always on the know on this shit, and they're not telling them what's going what's going on. Yeah, I I think Hayward is a scroll. I'm saying it right here right now. He is a scroll who does not have control. And he's not part of Talos's crew. He's probably one of the the crew that Talos was talking about. Mm. That's evil. Yeah. That, that evil sect. I I seriously think he's a scroll. Like, if he didn't get dusted, he would know what happened the majority of the time. And See, but I... So what I love about this is why I think it ties... It's going to tie into Far From Home. Because, like... So remember, they believed that... Um, dude Bro was from another dimension. <laughs> and then he yep. laughed about it as a joke. Be like, those dumbasses thought I was from another dimension. Oh my god, I can't believe they thought that was real. But obviously they're going to think it's real because with WandaVision mm. creating her own dimension, like, that's now not going to be that far-fetched and of an idea. For... Also, also rumored Jay Gyllenhaal returning for Spider-Man 3. Them Jiggalenthals? Oh, why am I blanking on his name? I keep just wanting to say Fishbowl, and I'm like, God damn it! Um, God damn it, you kept <laughs> Mysterio. Right? Thank you. I'm like, me, me, me. I was gonna um, say Mephisto, but I was like, no, Mysterio. <laughs> but I also so again, why I think um, Quicksilver is. Mephisto is because again like TVs were such a big prevalence in all of these earlier episodes like they all ended with them in front of a TV but uh, the advertisements with the TV um, so I think that was sort of Mephisto kind of like trying to exert his control but also as a way to keep watch on the situation um, and so when, because it was episode five, when Vision was like, no, we're not watching TV. No, we're not going to do this. And when they started having a fight, that was when Quicksilver came in, because then that was when Mephisto realized, like, I no longer have control or like my influence is not being followed anymore by either of these people. So I'm just going to insert myself into the situation, because then even in six, there wasn't really anything TV related in there it was like the kids talking directly to the camera camera like, um, like Ricky Muniz would yeah. um, so I think because now that Mephisto is in the universe because also it's he could have pulled since Pietro was already dead and he can't quite and he's been dead for a few years he can't fully like realize or bring back the dead um and so he could have just seen like oh there's this alternate dimension guy over here i'll just look like him but sort of like have bits and pieces so how dimensions might be slightly similar like they are in um the comics 
but just different enough. Um, and so that could be why, like, it's not lining up because he's got memories of, like, some other dude he just copied. Um, and it's not matching up with with Wanda. But also, like, do not ever uh, say it's not like your hus- your dead husband can die twice to a um, Scarlet Witch because she will fucking eat you across the town square. Here's why I said the Quicksilver attitude from um, X-Men. Just... Dude, that fucking commercial was creepy as fuck. And yeah, I'm not right. sure... I, I don't know what that was tying to. I know most of I kind of pretty much it was on point. Like I know what they was talking about, but like for this one, no, I don't. Is it like? Because then I was wondering because obviously as like Vision sneaks out to go explore more of the the town because he's like, man, this shit just ain't right. Like you see people stuck in a loop or you see people just stuck, like not moving. So it's like obviously. Wanda, while super powerful, is not um, a fucking goddess because, like, she has to, like, really be focusing on people or something. Or even maybe with Mephisto where he's like, yeah, these outer people don't really matter. So it's like, if they're just stuck standing there, but they're aware because obviously that woman was crying as she was just trying to hang up the decorations. Yeah. <laughs> So are they slowly starving to death because they're stuck in this one spot? Like, while the days may be moving faster in town, is it still, like, the same amount of days? So, like, have these people not eaten in 24 hours or however many days it's been since she moved there? Because that's the other thing we don't quite know. Like, we know that she broke in nine days ago, but that's what Hayward said. So how true is, is it what he said? You yeah. know, but like, so are these people just slowly starving to death? And that's what this commercial is because it's like the kid is able to like grab this yogurt, this yo magic, and interact with it when the shark is there. But as soon as the shark leaves, like, he can't do anything. Okay, so far, I've been look. I was looking at what was talking, um, the commercial. One theory is that the snack on yo magic might be, they put in big bold letters, this is from Dinner Geek, um, indicate that someone or something is feeding off Wanda's deal here. Or perhaps she is channeling the myst- uh, mystical energy of someone even stronger than herself to keep the hex alive. There's also, there's yet another reference to the Infinity Stones in this commercial. This ad features a kid alone on a desert island who grimly lo- ends up looking like Red Skull on Varmire. He's the sole survivor. There's no doubt in our mind that these commercials are all about, are both about the stones and the horrible moments from Wanda's past. Hmm. Interesting. So, like, it's weird that, like, talking about the the commercial and and kids got me thinking that all of a sudden there were kids in this episode, right? Yeah. And it's like, where you had no kids? Say, oh, I guess it's easier, right? Don't have to torture them through, <laughs> except for the guest appearances. Like, oh my god, I didn't even think about it. Does that mean all these children are also suffering? And she's just been like, not actively having them interact, so that way they're like not freaked out that they're being forced to do something they can't, but have control over. Yeah, and that's just another like why I think like Quicksilver dude is 
in more control than we think because he like he could be like man I just did this you know made this perfect like TV town but now you've started like taking control and now I don't know what the hell's going on anymore like what did you do with all these kids like have they just been in their houses like just sitting there not doing anything like what the fuck is going on I want to know I didn't even say he's like oh I'm sure they've all just been sleeping until now right and then yeah and then fucking Agnes being the only one that's able to talk like she's I think that was like an act almost like not a full act like I think she definitely has a bit more control and yeah, able to like, like she, break she, she knows more than she's letting on for sure yeah because just being on the outskirts like I think maybe that's her attempt to at least try and escape yeah. But she also knows she can. Because um, obviously, like, I think it goes both ways. Like how Jimmy Woo was like, Don't, can't you feel it? Like, it doesn't want us to go in. And so I think it's the same from the inside. Like, nobody goes to the outskirts of the town because it's sort of like Wanda's way of, like, making them feel something like oh i don't want to go to ellis avenue that's right yeah well at least we know the time um the time different the time ah the time zone in wanda's bubble well hex bubble since because the parent trap and the incredibles was on that movie marquee the incredibles came out in 2004 so they're jumping technically she's what what the mystical being in this is time jumping this. So now they're in 2004. Um, this was announced. Or is she just losing control and not able to keep track of what's what? Oh, yeah. Did anybody have a doubt this was not early 2000s? Some people, because uh, Malcolm in the Middle was, came, around, came out around the same time as that 70s show that was like 1999. Like, mm. I mean, I also. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, these decades we're seeing, like, because, you know, like, most decades, you know, when we think of the 50s, we're like, oh, yeah, 1950 to 1959. But, like, style-wise of the decades, it's usually, like, the styles of the decades sort of overlap. So it's, like, you know, the 1940s style still sort of pushed into the early 50s. And so then, like, the 50s style pushed into the early 60s. So it's kind of like they overlap. And so that could be what's. I mean, that's that's happening true. here. That's true, but I think in this case it's a little easier to tell just because the difference between like the, that time period and like early thousands is that you can easily start to date things based off the technology in them. Yeah, and so yeah. we're it's getting... not just in the style. naughty pants because those yeah. juicy couture pants were super early two thousands. So yeah. now there's a rumor that there's a this is this is us episode. And there's a, a Modern Family episode. See, I, I think, think if you're using Evan Peters, we don't know how long if Evan Peters is going to be in the final three episodes. But if he's going to be back in episode seven, I can see the next episode probably be Modern Family. I think we're only going to get one more, like, quote unquote, TV centric episode. Because. Because um, 
in the end of this episode, episode six, Darcy has now got sucked in to the bubble. So oh. she is now in Sweet this war. I know. I can't wait. I can't wait to see how that plays out. <laughs> and that is a dick. Just, that is a dick move. Just leaving her chain like. Just straight up leave her like hooked up to a car. And we also I didn't know. see. Sorry. Go ahead. I didn't have clowns on my bingo card either. Like. Because. God. So we don't know. I can see those sword agents turn into clowns. I was like, <laughs> you guys are stuff. And we also didn't see what Darcy turned into. We only saw what the soldiers turned into. Yep, we didn't see her change. So I wouldn't be surprised I... if Darcy plays something in this world. Just want to know who the aerospace engineer is. I have a theory, and. I've been holding true for these past reviews that it was going to be Reed Richards. I think it's going to be Blue Marble. You think it's going to be who? Blue Marble. Blue Marble. Yeah, he was created by Kevin Grievix, who was also in the Underworld movies. I don't know that one. He is tied to Carol and Monica Rambeau. Who did I say that I thought it could be? I know I said somebody else. His name is Adam Brashear. He's literally mm. he's literally tied to um, Carol Danvers and uh, Monica Rambeau. Oh right, I said imagine if it was Professor X. Yeah, you thought it was Professor X, but I we, when we was talking about it, I was like, this Professor X doesn't have a, a degree in aerospace. <laughs> we were I, I, like, I, but that's the thing we were oh. talking about like. We were talking about like the, the Luke Skywalker level Hank cameo McCoy. and huh? Hank McCoy, Beast. Is he? Is oh, he... it could. Beast is an aerospace engineer. What if you get a big name actor this go around to play Beast? Or what if it yeah. could have been? Um, this is a big ass maybe. Even though I think it's Blue Marvel, not Reed. What if? Um, Jesus Christ! What's his name again? Who played Beast in the X Men movies? Um, uh, um Nicholas. Is it Noah Nicholas, something? Nicholas no. Holt. Nicholas Holt. Thank you. Nicholas thank Holt, you. Thank you. What if Nicholas Holt <laughs> returns? But this time was this version of Hank for MCU version of Hank. Dude, I mean, we already got Evan Peters. I wouldn't. Yeah. I, I would be surprised, but I won't. Because then also, I know he's kind of pissed off that he didn't get to be the Batman. So this this would be in a way a good consolation prize. We liked you as Beast. How about you come back to the MCU? How about you come back as Beast before the MCU this time? I'd take that deal. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah. I would take it. I want to be Batman, though. Because I mean, Batman, but fine, I'll be Beast. <laughs> I do have to give the Fox credit for casting good Beast because, I mean, Nicholas Holt was really good. Uh, Kelsey Grammer was. Oh yeah. Just he. I mean, obviously he's a little too old, but I guess he could do like mocap. Yeah, <laughs> he can pull. They can do the. They can really do the. For Beast, you can really just Mark Ro, Mark Ruffalo it. You're now in a CG suit. You don't have to. You don't have to yeah. worry about practical makeup. I th- that's not. Um, if it's Nicholas Holt, and they told him, you don't have to wear practical makeup. He'd be like, oh thank God, yes, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would turn like this. Do I have to wear makeup? No. Thank you. But you will you have to wear You know what would be so funny is if it's like, you know, we keep talking about all this stuff and then they're just like fucking Kate Blanchett like walks back in as Ella and she's like, what up, bitches? 
Did I, you miss me? I would fangirl. I would fangirl. I'll be I, like, I mean, I would scream. If, if Kate Blanchett walked in anywhere near me, I would just be like, hi. <laughs> I think I would just die. Like, I would just I, straight up, like, immediately black out on the spot and drop to the floor. You know how Will Smith was screaming when he was. Um, I feel like I'd uh, eep. That I'd probably eep. I wouldn't even say hi. You know that church, you know that church meme they always show of Will Smith on First Prince of Bel Air. He's screaming oh, and he passes out. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. would be me if I saw Kate Blanchett in person. <laughs> somebody has so, to, somebody have to bring me a fan like an old woman in the church, the black church. Like, I'll, somebody so get him a fainting couch. I get back up, scream again, and pass out. She is a literal goddess of death, and she is uh, pretty good with portals. So yeah, that would be your Luke Skywalker level of a cameo. Thor thinks I mean, she's I Thor and Loki. Die. Thor thinks she's dead. No, she's alive. <laughs> oh man. Oh, what if she could be the Just... villain in um, Love and Thunder? Like the secret villain. Besides, uh, now we know that Krishna Bell is playing Bo- Gore, Bore the th- um, the God Killer. Yeah, I'm just I'm very excited for that movie. I know we're deviating from Wandavision now, but because we're, we're speculating who's the Luke Skywalker level of cameo and who's the aerospace engineer. One person pointed out that um, John Krasinski on SNL, out his hair is cut, he's back to being fit, clean shaven. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, but he, but they, but, but I was like, he's probably isn't that for his TV show? They say he's currently not filming it just yet. I was like, he's probably prepping for his TV show. Or he wanted to get a clean look for uh, SNL, but or he is, just came off of acting as Reed Richards. But and, yeah, and then on top of that, he did had interviews with Marvel, and they never said the deal didn't go through, and he's been keeping quiet. But it could also, because he was um, the choice for Captain America before, like, Chris Evans was like, oh, yeah, okay, cool, it's me. Um, So, like, imagine, like, a weird scene where you get, like, him as Captain America, like, um, for, like, Multiverse of Madness, and he's just like, hey, and then Doctor Strange is like, you, Captain America, and he's like, Damn it! What universe am I in now? And he like pulls out his like watch or something. <laughs> that would be cool. Oh, that would be cool. That would be cool. But um, that would have me like, uh, it's obvious that he's read. It, that is too much. Yeah. Of the, that's too much of the obvious pick. I'm going for picks who are not obvious. Yeah. But it still be happy if he, he's like finally he's read. But then it's like, please get. Please get his wife and give Emily Blunt as suit. Get Emily Blunt as suit. Because I just feel. So I know this WandaVision was originally supposed to be like the third show to release for Disney Plus, but yeah. like Falcon the pandemic Wilson. sort of fucked everything up. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it could be they would showcase or at least introduce the Fantastic Four in this at you know the original later date it was supposed to be in but I also feel because they just they made the mention of the astronauts in episode 4 so I'm, I'm, I'm also, there definitely is some setup 
But I also feel like if the Fantastic Four are going to be in our universe, not saying it, like, I feel Marvel wants to at least do it right and be like, yeah, y'all get new powers from space again. I'm, I'm, I'm piggybacking off of um, what this um, Red article and Mr. Sunday movies. They literally did the Disney shareholders reveal uh, in December. And then WandaVision came out literally January. Two, that's too close that you announced Fantastic Four by John Watts. And then we get WandaVision right after. And it was like, they made the theory that we could see a Fantastic The only people in Fantastic Four who are scientists, Sue, Reed, and Doctor Doom. Well, I know, but they, when they acquired Fox, what, in 2019? Is that when they did that? 2018. The Fox acquisition? 2018, but they couldn't do anything with the Fox characters until 2019. So they had to wait okay, a full yeah. year. So they acquired it, but then also, again, like, for the original slate, like, WandaVision was supposed to come out yeah. later. So I'm just saying, with the original slate they had set up, it would make sense for them to at least open the door a little bit for Fantastic Four. But I'm going With off, WandaVision. But who knows? I'm going off of... I remember Feige, when, when, when it was announced... That year, he said, um, in 2018, which is like so fucking long ago, when they did, when it was on stage, and it was like, we'll do something with the Fantastic Four and X Men soon, but we're not, but not, and but not too like we're we're not focusing on them. We focus on Mahershala Ali, Blade. We're focusing on Wandavision and all these shows. Two years later, we have Wandavision. John Watts has been announced for. Uh, um, Fantastic Four's director um, Misha Green from Lovecraft Country is directing Blade. So we we, we the, he's already on the roll, but now we got Evan Peters from X Men playing their version of Pietro. So we I think we're I'm I'm, I'm conceding I'm green with the mutant theory now because of Monica Rambeau, but. I don't know, on the Fantastic Four angle. I'm, I'm, I'm losing. Yeah. I'm, I'm losing. I'm losing. I, I want. I want it. I want at least we. At least we. We have Krasinski. If he. If he is there. All right. You have one person there. That means you have to cast the everyone else around John Krasinski. But if they want, if they Marvel, Kevin Feige's mandate by making the MCU more diverse. Seriously, think is Blue Marvel. Yeah, because I'm just I'm more coming from it from like the storyteller aspect where it's like you don't like you don't want to do like too many like what the fuck moments in one thing. Like this show is definitely full of like a lot of what the fuck moments, but it's like, you don't want to be like, Oh, here's the mutants. And Oh, here's the fantastic four all in like one thing, you know, like Marvel's really good at like spreading that shit out, like spreading the love and spreading the hype. So I just don't think personally, like, I don't think it's going to be Reed Richards. I don't think it's going to be the fantastic four. I'm not going to be mad if it is, um, but I just 
because they could then end up being like, yes, the Fantastic Four are mutants in this universe, even though they're just mm, technically more like Bruce Banner and just like they got fucked up by accident. <laughs> like, so, I don't know. I think this is definitely going to be a branch towards mutants, just especially with the the last episode too, and where she like expands, like just showing her able to push out the bubble. And I literally, I was screaming where I just, I really wanted Hayward to get sucked in. Yeah, get him, get him, get him. Um, I, I could, I was like, please keep, please keep driving, par uh, dr uh, driving parallel to the border and not, you know, perpendicular <laughs> to it. Right. <laughs> Oh, and then he did, and I was like, damn it. <laughs> um, but I'm definitely, oh, I'm so interested to see what happens. Like, is, is Darcy gonna remember? Is she gonna be able to break the spell? Is now Wanda's powers even more? So, like, those poor people that were, were frozen before, are they now okay or is it still like is she still like that force of gravity where people only like really react and act i guess is the the right term uh when she's around you know well, we'll but like i don't know when it happened like the you know, you base was far away and now then you saw those people being fucking clowns and mimes and I just the whole circus you know what we didn't mention that maybe maybe I missed it or not, but what was that whole thing with Agnes and like this is jumping back now to I think episode five where she was just like, Oh, do you want me to take that from the top and started retrying everything again? Right? Yeah, we didn't really touch on that. Like, what the hell was all of that? So like, I think that's Agnes starting to push back a bit to, because I think they realize like Vision's the key so Vision's the only one that honestly will be able to quote unquote stop Wanda um because like and so they know that like if anyone can break through to Wanda to get her to stop it's gonna be vision and so i think that whole breaking of character was just kind of her way to be like vision wink wink nudge nudge wink wink yeah and then the whole car scene i think was another just like wink wink nudge nudge um because i think it's kind of it's a lot like when monica was finally able to break through and be like oh yeah he was killed by Ultron um, because like Wanda wasn't focusing on the happiness she was finally focusing on the sadness and being like I did lose my brother he died like I miss him and so like that sort of helped lower the control yeah. she had because in the end all this is is like she's just so done she's a lot like Thor <laughs> like her and Thor got really fucked over in the MCU because, I mean, like, he lost his dad. 
And he lost his brother. He lost his whole planet. Um, he lost half his people, and then even more of his people in the snap, because, like, he had loss after loss after loss, and she had loss after loss after loss. Like, she lost her brother, but, like, they never really show us dealing with the loss, and I think this is it. Yeah. I think they're doing a good... That grieving process has been building up over time. Yeah, because it's... That's the one thing that always, like, irritates me with a lot of comic movies, is not really showcasing our characters dealing with it like even iron man um you know he's like i have ptsd and iron man 3 except it's like 20 minutes and then it's like i'm good because i took this arc reactor out of my chest i'm good now um but like you saw thor and how he couldn't really handle his depression in endgame as he was just like i'm just gonna go inside and drink beer and eat and not do anything because I just can't when I was in charge or when I tried to help like I just ruined things and made it worse and so it's like Wanda's like I lost my brother I lost my home uh, my parents people think I'm a monster I had to murder my love <laughs> like just and now it's like it's just all coming back and so I'm really hoping at least we get more of that, like more of the ramifications and more of just the showcasing. Like it's okay yeah. to to feel. <laughs> it's okay that's to the, be sad. Um that's the, by far is like the more compelling part of one division for me. Yeah. It's like just stop making fun of things and like taking a serious moment and cracking a joke and sort of ruining the serious moment because it's like I don't know. Serious moments are sort of part of the the growth. So yeah, serious serious moments are the things that inform the character development in a different way. Yeah, like oh my god, Spider Man Two when he like threw away his his costume. And yeah, he's walking away, and you're just like, no, Spider Man, <laughs> <laughs> come back, and then he does. You're like Spidey, come back. <laughs> <laughs> you can put a web on me. There is something. <laughs> okay, we can't clear that. That's funny. That's the next big bop. Now the next huh? now the review portion of the podcast. <laughs> oh, that wasn't the review? Okay, well... We know Benita is a 10 out of 10. But I'm just saying, episode 6 was 20 out of 10, and you cannot change my mind on that. So 10 out of 10. 20 out of 10. Wanda can create her own fucking reality, I can create my own goddamn score. I'm gonna... 20 out of 10. If we don't get get screeners, we know why. Don't care. Twenty out of ten. Episode six. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say for episode five, I'm gonna stick with a eight out of ten. And for episode six, I'm gonna go eight point five. Oh. Wow. Only because 
honestly, I would I would give it a nine. But the reason I say eight point eight point five is because I I've also been like asking and talking to people who have been watching it who aren't super familiar with like the backstory stuff, like the way that we are. And from where we're at in the series, from like at least three people that I know that have been watching it that are not, like I said, that are not like super Marvel fans in general, but they are watching WandaVision, they're not exactly enjoying it too much like the way that we are right now. Mainly because, mainly because like a lot of it, it, it is cool and it is like stuff to follow, but a lot of like the speculation and fun that I think we're having is the fact that we also recognize the content they're adapting it from. Okay, yeah. And from an outsider perspective, I can see why this is a little difficult to enjoy. I've noticed... The structure is there, but I won't give it a 9 yet. I've noticed for some people, it got them wanting to watch the um, in, the MCU, starting with Iron Man leading up to WandaVision. So I'm, I'm seeing it in that terms of, of the perspective, but I get why why it's turning people off and they just and there's some people like it's just middle of the road for them yeah exactly and that's fine you know it's for everybody uh, yeah i i'm confident i probably give one of the upcoming episodes a nine or higher but for right now as it stands like that like it's super compelling it's great i'm liking it a lot but i'm just trying to rank it fairly with everything that i'm thinking about because the all you know I'm just trying to rank it in the way that I rank things. Well, my review, my um, review score is going to be similar to four and five. I mean, three and four. Okay. I'm giving episode five an 8.9, but I'm going to give episode six a nine. Okay. Yes. Because episode six pushed us more. The 8.5 is because we got... We got old Age of Ultron Wanda back. The accent, the swagger, the anger, that Wanda's back. Ugh, so beautiful. That yeah. swagger. And then that, that whip, like, here's, I think you dropped something. Oh! I was like, yes. Ugh, and then just the flare she had where she just turned and just, as they then all like aimed their guns at him. And I'm like, yes, queen. You are chewing <laughs> up the scene, Elizabeth Olsen. This is all you. Ugh. This is for you and only you. Kill it. She, I swear to God, if she does not get an Emmy nomination for this, I'm going to flip fucking tables. Like, like, right? I, I want her to keep this energy in Doctor Strange in the, in the Multiverse of Madness. Keep this energy. Keep this in whoever is writing Multiverse of Madness. You better keep this Wanda. Yeah. I'm excited because it's... um. Oh God! Why am I blinking on his name? Sam Raimi is yeah. directing that one, He's and so I'm excited to see his like fucking manic energy. I feel like he is gonna be so good for that because he has such manic energy with all of his movies. Just. Um, and episode six gets the nine because it's also pushing us forward to the final three episodes of uh, WandaVision, to which we have found out before we started recording. That the final three episodes, starting with episode seven, will be an hour long. Oh. So now this review is going to be weekly. Ba -na -na -na. And we're going to have pew, a, pew, pew. and we're going to have a week break, and then Falcon Winter Soldier. 
Oh yeah. Which I'm I am excited for, but I'm also I'm a little nervous because I feel like WandaVision like is so different. Like the trailer they showed for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I'm just like It's like a movie. It's split up. It's into lethal life. weapon. <laughs> like you got lethal weapon. It's I like, got I got Fast and the Furious vibes. And my brother said he got Hobbs and Shaw vibes. Yeah, it's like Lethal Weapon and the Odd Couple, like, mashed together. I like Like, I just feel like Bucky's just going to be like, I'm too old for this shit. (laughs) To which he is. He's over damn near, what, 100 He's like 100? He's damn near 80? 105? He's He's 100 and... By this point, 110? Yeah, he was over 100 in 105 or 106, I think, in Infinity War, something like that. Yeah. So, like, he has a reason to be cantankerous. But plus, I love that they have. They, they, I love how Marvel cast them because even though um, the actress who played um, Sharon Carter wasn't with them long enough. Evans, well, Evans and Mackie always have done movies together, so they always you can you can tell they had chemistry like from the get go when you when you find out mm-hmm. Mackie was cast um, as Falcon. So, but Evans, like that little four piece, Evans, Mackie, Sebastian Stan, and the actress who's playing Sharon Card, like for some like weird reason, they all have chemistry with one another. But now that I'm gonna disagree with that, like I don't think. Um... It's Emily Van Camp, Vandercamp, Vandercamp. I'm not talking about relationship. I'm just saying like how they were able like to like how like how they was able to talk to one another, like stuff like that. Not relationship wise. That was I felt she sure didn't really have chemistry. I didn't think she had chemistry with anyone, and I still just remember watching um, Civil War and when they kissed, people like laughed and booed because it was so fucking forced. Because like Where? he had chemistry with everybody else. Here's the like, thing though: in my theater, everybody was cheering, but then they started laughing when they got to Bucky and uh, Sam in the car, and it was like mm, nodding their heads like that's my boy. That's my boy. Like, you got that. Like I, I, I just my friend Carol, she screamed out, "Fucking finally!" I was because she knows the comic book. She knows the connotation between Sharon and Cap. But I was like this. Uh, you ain't going to get that relationship in the MCU, <laughs> Carol. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to say it again, Carol. You still ain't getting that relationship in the no. MCU. <laughs> it just... Oh. It was... It was she was, I, th- I feel like Emily Van Camp was wasted. It was just for... Because she wasn't in it enough. And she honestly didn't interact with Cap enough. Like, they had that cute little hallway scene with the laundry or... I'm gonna, whatever I'm, I'm a, but even then it was just like I'm gonna I'm tie it back to doing 22 episode TV shows really hampers actors who wants to do things outside of it like Emily Van Camp was doing Revenge at the time she was doing uh, um, Winter Soldier and Civil War she's currently doing The Resident which is a 22 episode series and she's doing she we don't know how many episodes she has. We don't know if she's in all six episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier or she's only in one. So you're hampering someone who, even though I probably see it a little bit, but I'll probably have to take the rose-colored glasses off for those two movies. 
Um, yeah. But I, because I, we, me and Krishna said in the previous episode, 22 episodes, and I think he was on it, 22 episode shows don't work anymore. You need to make it at least go the BBC route. No, for sure. 8 to 10. Like, it's, I know it's, it's, Hollywood's weird, it's very difficult, um, it's, it's hard to, to make sure, like, you get the great performance you want if someone's like, yeah, I'm also doing this TV show, like, having the fly back and forth and, like, that kind of thing. I totally get it. I just don't think she was, um, well written for the movies because it's literally like you could take her out of those movies and not um she would have not a lot it. would really change yeah. and um, that's sort of like if, that's kind of the the judgment <laughs> like then you have to come up literally with anyone could have could have gotten their uniforms back okay. for them it could have been widow. anyone else could have it could you could have put like, a black widow in that place like she got the uniforms for them yeah okay. um but, they um, could have they could have jumped in and and gotten them back. Like, but, we didn't even need to have that. See, it was just a very forced well, scene, is all I'm saying. 20 out of 20 for uh, Benita. 8.5 <laughs> and an 8 for Christian. 8.5 and a 9 for me. That's our WandaVision review. But, like I said, hour-long episodes, week to week. Um, it's only been an hour and 30 minutes. I'm just. Fine. I'm just. But I was, I'm currently I hate watching. That I have to wait a week. I hate it. I'm currently watching Lovecraft. Country. I'm not patient. <laughs> oh, how is that? I'm doing. I'm doing a week to week type of thing. Last week, I did three episode three and four, and the week before that, I did one and two. Um, I still need to watch that. So far, for episode one and two, episode one. Automatically gets a ten out of ten. It was crazy. It started off crazy, but then no, sorry, no. I'm giving it an eight because I hate, hate racist. Like it's set. It, I get it. It has to be set in this time era, but it's science fiction set in this time era, which I've never seen before. And someone, what about the Phantom of the Shadow? That's different. We're talking about specifically tied to black and Asian people. Yeah. <laughs> Set in this era. And it is it is very interesting seeing this, seeing the monsters jump right off the bat in episode two. And like, oh, shit. Like, oh, we we in this. We're, we are in the thick of this. Um, Them touching on the Tulsa, Oklahoma um, situation, which shows you how shitty the U.S. is and forever will be shitty. Episode 3 and 4 they all like self-contained episodes. 3 was a horror movie. 4 was an adventure movie. I know, and I like that. Each, like, it's like each episode is different. Um, I might watch 5 and 6 tonight. I'm, not, I'm, I'm gonna watch it. I'm in the kick of playing Watch Dogs 2 again also. Because the only reason why Lovecraft Country, because the fact that we got a main leads, African American, some of the actors like to be called Black American and African American, so mm-hmm. it's kind of hard. Because I like to be called Black American. We'll get into that connotation later. Um, 
seeing a black lead in something excites me. Or, like, because, like, I hate the fact that we have to wait till the end of the year to see Shang-Chi because we finally get an Asian lead for a Marvel movie. Two of them, Aquafina and, um, oh, I forgot, I forgot the dude's name. But Sam, Sam, um, Samuel, Samuel Lee, Lee, Lou? Sorry, Sam. Um, yeah. <laughs> but still, um, I'm loving Lovecraft Country. Especially that third episode. That horror, it, it was literally like a horror movie, a self-contained horror movie in an episode. Like, that's why I'm, I cannot wait for Misha Green's Black Panther. Everybody say Marshall, you know. It's Misha Green. She's the one who's going to be helping writing and direct it. So, which means I'm hyped for Black, uh, for Blade. So, I know what kind of tone we might be getting for Blade. Um, I'm very excited to watch this show. So, Jamie Chung, I heard Jamie Chung's episode is around five or six. She plays a succubus. And I read up on her character. Apparently, that nine-tailed fox is actually true in Japanese folklore. So, Naruto is, is sort of true, except for in this connotation, she needs to kill people. What I read <laughs> up on. Because I was like, well, shit. The Nine-Tailed Fox is real Japanese folklore. And they using it in Lovecraft Country. I cannot wait to get to those episodes. Like, so, like, I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to this. I like, I like seeing people of color being put into science fiction, sci-fi um, things. And we don't get a lot of that for people of color. So, like, Yes. And that's why it got me watching, um, playing Watch Dogs 2 again, because it's a black lead talking about shit that is actually going on in 2020 that is taking place in the game. People trying to come, talking about transphobia and stuff like that. So I'm, I like the fact that stuff that we're watching on TV is popping up in video games that came out like two years ago. So like I feel like video games was the head of the curve for TV finally coming out. I would say so. So yeah. I recommend you be needed to watch Lovecraft Country. I will say this. Characters do have a tendency... These characters do have a tendency to piss you off. Okay. Like, and here's... There was an episode where the main character, Atticus, was, like, really, like, thinking, like, the whole world is about him. And Journey Smollett finally snaps you like this. Look, nigga, the whole world is not about you. We all in this shit. And I was like, thank you. Because normally supporting characters don't say shit. You are the first black woman in anything science fiction that finally spoke up. Thank you, sister. <laughs> Thank you. And I still have not seen Birds of Prey. There we go. That's how we're going to end off this episode. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Uh, have you even watched Mad Max Fury Road yet? Multiple fucking times. <laughs> I actually haven't. <gasps> wow, bro. I know. I actually haven't seen it yet. Have you seen any of the men? Well, the older ones, yeah. Okay, I was gonna say the other ones don't. Dude. The older ones don't matter. This yeah. one, this is the only time where you have someone who's created a character that's been on his own project long enough as much as. God damn it. His name was in the top of my head and then I was started thinking about Charlie Theron and the fucking director name. Um. <laughs> Tom 
Hardy? Tom Hardy? No, George Miller. There oh, it George, is. Okay. George Miller because has been I, on his I, own project. Other than Tom Hardy for some reason in that moment. I, I Sorry, started, I, I thought you were talking about like Max, like himself, and I'm like, yeah, Tom Hardy. No, because um, I was thinking about, because we was talking about, have you seen, and I was like, the person who created Mad Max, and then I started thinking about Charlie Theron, and I was like, and then I started forgetting fucking George <laughs> Miller's name. So it, so, uh, <laughs> but yeah. George Miller, he is that amazing director where you're just like, you... Or just all over the place, sir. You did fuck a babe. You did a happy feet. You you did all the Mad Max ones. Like I mean, seriously, you, like I just you love that Mad first. Max and Happy Feet are on the same IMDb director's page. I got like, I, here's another one that will blow your minds. You know um, Oliver and Company, but the um, the dog it's the dog version of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. James, all dogs go to heaven. Not all dogs go to heaven. It's Oliver and Company. It was a cat. That was Oliver, and then the dog was the was the was the the person that accepted the, the little kid. Yeah, I remember. I, that. Um, the fuck what's the singer? Jam, um. Oh yeah. Why am I um, blanking on the singer's name? Jesus Christ! But guess who wrote it and produced it? Who? James Mangold. Really? Wolverine, Logan himself. James Mangold has written written Oliver Company for Disney. Huh. Wow. That blew my mind. I was like, <laughs> he even wrote the music for it, too. I was like, James huh? Mangold? <laughs> I was like, James, I was like, I literally told my friend, I was like, the same James Mangold who wrote The Wolverine. He was like, yeah, the same James Mangold who wrote Logan. Yeah. Same Kate Leopold. I was like, well, that makes sense. No, by the time I got to Kate Leopold, I was like, all right, that makes sense. Like, I was like, holy shit. You got these directors out here. They know what they're doing. Like, we're getting Patty Jenkins Star Wars. Give me it. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm now officially sad for Star Wars again. There you go. I still haven't watched 1984, though. But. Um, you said you haven't seen 1984? Yeah, you like, have, you have. so many people have told me that they're like, it's not I'll great. S- I'll say this, someone who's seen it, and we reviewed it, wait till it's free on any streaming service. Don't, don't, don't rent it. Don't, don't, just, it's on your scale of bad movies that you're going to buy, but just wait till it's free on a VLD okay. to watch it. And okay. when it's out, I want we want me and Christian really wants to hear your opinions on that. Yep, because we was it, I can remember in that review it was so hard. There was so many good moments, and then watching the review from Double Toasted, and then hearing my brothers talked about it, it makes no sense. Christian Wig is a beautiful <laughs> fucking woman, and you fucking telling me. Everyone thinks she's ugly. It's the glasses. Just everyone knows if you wear glasses, you are ugly and nerdy. That is and nobody will look at you. It's fucking ridiculous. That is, 
I want to paint. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to say this inappropriate thing. And I know I did it multiple, multiple times, but this one will live in infamy. I would love to paint Kirsten Wig on the, up to a wall. <laughs> I mean, I do love her. I'm, I mean, I would I'm be, not disagreeing with you. I'm I just disagreeing like, with the way you said it. I'm sorry. I would be like Wesley Snipes <laughs> and I forgot, I forgot the actress name and Jungle Fever on that desk <laughs> getting it in. <laughs> It makes no sense that just because she has glasses on, she's ugly. Yeah, it, I, I. I remember my review for Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. I, I gave it a, I gave it like a seven. No, it's going down to a four. Oh, like it makes no. The, the, my sister was like. She told me she loved it, and then the next day she's like, "That was the whiskey talking. It's actually really bad." Like, <laughs> like really thinking about it again. I'm very confident. Like, and then just remember who she co-traded um, chickens co-wrote this with, Jeff Johns, who has never written anything Wonder Woman. He stuck to Batman, Superman, Flash, Black Canary, Teen Titans. He has not. And he he has written Wonder Woman, but in the scene, you know, in a what with the Justice League going against the Teen Titans, he brought Slade back from the dead. He has nothing to do with Wonder Woman whatsoever. He's now writing Wonder Woman with Patty Jenkins. Oh, why didn't they get? No. Um, fuck. There was what was the dude's name from the first Wonder Woman? I forgot. The screenwriter. Uh, um. The only anyway, thing sorry. good about Wonder Woman 1984, Benita, Linda Carter. Oh, she's in it. You'll, <laughs> she's in it, but you, you, you. When, I'm not telling you where. Okay. I was. I literally was sitting there like I, I'm just remembering it. I rewatched it. I'm literally sitting there like, what the? F- why? Why did I give it at 8.5? I was being generous. No. Hmm. No, I'm still happy for Patty Jenkins. Let me hear you because we're taking up time. I'm still happy for Patty yeah. Jenkins' Rogue Squadron because this is now we have nothing to fuck all do with any Jedi's or the Sith. This is just people and starfighters. Good. I'm very me, I think excited. it's a good direction to, to take for a movie. Give me Hunt for Red October in space. <laughs> all right, we good. We good. <laughs> or Top Gun in space. I don't care. That would- I would be happy with a Top Gun in space. So I'm I'm oh happy for God, Patty Top Jenkins. Top Gun in space, please. Yes. So Patty Jenkins, I am excited <laughs> for. Please make the zero gravity uh, uh, volleyball scene. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, oh no, my God! Can you it. imagine like if we Take get like a Birdman character? <laughs> Do they even have Dun-dun. birds in the Star Wars universe? Birds? On oh, a, the porgs. A, yeah, the porgs. Can you imagine if there's like a dude named instead of like goose, he's like, oh, I'm porg. I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's his call sign. He's like, hey, I'm porg, and it's like, bitch, you are gonna die. Like he's going, he's going first. I yeah. know you're gonna die. Goose dies, you die. Red fox, anybody? <laughs> uh, That's fun. But yes, thank you for listening to the giant Godzilla robot here on. <laughs> The Odd Pod Productions. We officially titled Odd Pod Productions, but um, but yes. right now, no, I'm just joking. No, it was always called that. I just never, I just, I was got lazy, never really changed it on anything. Like effective immediately. Yeah, 
But either way, thank you for listening to us. Once again, we are new episodes every Monday, now starting Wednesday. Uh, not this coming Wednesday, the following Wednesday. <laughs> One Division Review, Episode 7. Uh, we get to see if it's really um, Modern Family or not. But it's hour-long episode, oh. so which is, we are happy with that. Six days. I have to wait six fucking days. Yeah. Right. It's fine. I'm, I'm okay. But uh, <laughs> thank you once again. Um, let's see if we can do this properly. Be safe. Practice social distancing. Wear double mask up because the strain has gotten even stronger. Um, and something I'm going to add in. Do something positive. It can be a podcast like this. Um, you can use the stereo app where you can do a live podcast. Just or paint, draw something positive. Play a new video game or something. Just don't sit there with your mind festering because it will destroy you from the inside out. And quit being dicks, my fellow dudes. (laughs) Hashtag don't be a dick. Yeah, live long and prosper. (laughs) Be safe, peeps.